0: This is the Black and Blue Report, presented by ABC Insurance Agencies, a better choice for insurance. Now from Studio B, or wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly.
1: Well, hello, good people. We are ready to go to fire up a new week of the Black and Blue Report podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans like yourselves and for those who just may be stopping by to check out what we've been doing here each and every weekday during the football and basketball seasons. I'm Sean Kelly. Greetings again from Studio B, where we'll be, I think, briefly this week. A lot of our show will be on the road as the Pelicans get set to uh, head out east again for three more games this week. And we'll have lots of great guests for you regarding uh, the NBA, the Pelicans, and, of course, it's Super Bowl week. As we gear up for the big game in Houston this coming weekend, Falcons and Patriots uh, kind of planting down in Texas to get ready for the, uh, the big game. And uh, a championship to be decided on Sunday, uh, as we understand, just a little bit after 5 Central for kickoff. So we'll, we'll get toward that. As the week progresses, unfortunately, we have a Pelicans loss to talk about on this Monday. The uh, six-game homestand uh, kind of came to an end with a bit of a thud yesterday. The uh, homestand ends up being a 3-3 three and three, uh, trek for the Pelicans as they lost to the red-hot Washington Wizards 107-94. The Wizards, led by John Wall, have now won 11 of their last 13. They're 27-20 on the season. The Pelicans, with the loss now, uh, about three games out of the playoff picture in the Western Conference after, um, after kind of having a slow start yesterday, uh, kind of a muddy start for the Pelicans, down 17 at the half. I will say this, Drew Holiday and Anthony Davis did all they could uh, to uh, give the Pelicans a fighting chance to have a, a winning homestand. Holiday and uh, Davis uh, combined to score 27 of the Pelicans' 33 third-quarter points. But a quick start uh, by the Wizards in the fourth, and then they used an 11-2 run later in the quarter. They went on to win it, and so the Pelicans uh, certainly hope that the roller coaster stops or at least goes back up and then and does its thing here on the road because uh, it was a 3-3 three and three homestand that thaw- saw three fantastic wins, a dominant one over Orlando, uh, a, a big-time upset of Cleveland, and the same goes for San Antonio, but uh, kind of a beatdown inside from the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, that game featured a sloppy first half uh, and, uh, of course, the embarrassing loss of the Brooklyn Nets and uh, and certainly yesterday's disappointment um, against the Washington Wizards. Look, you'll see the Wizards again on Saturday at their place. That's going to end the three-game road trip, so maybe you can uh, even things up with that uh, Eastern Conference team. I'm trying to remember the last time the Pelicans had success in D.C. It, it could be last year, but I've been clouded by some uh, some recent losses in uh, that building downtown DC. That um, it, it'll be nice to get out of there with a win. It sure would. And it, the road trip will start tomorrow in Toronto and continue uh, with the game on Wednesday against the Detroit Pistons. That takes me to our guest today. We've got a couple of good ones for you. And on the NBA side, had a chance over the weekend to sit down with uh, NBA on ESPN analyst John Berry. You'll see him on television. You hear him on NBA radio or on ESPN radio for the NBA. We talk all things NBA. We cover a number of different topics as he sees them heading into February, February the stretch toward the All Star break. One that he says is perhaps one of the most important stretches of the season. Stay tuned for that. And then on the football side today, we uh, have a St. spotlight with running back Tim Hightower. Cassie Calvert sat down with Tim Hightower last week, and we're happy to share that visit with you on today's Black and Blue Report. So stay with us. Our conversations begin in just a moment, and we'll do so with the Saints. Tim Hightower with Cassie Calvert after these messages. The New Orleans Pelicans have the perfect way
2: for you to win the night with your bud by scoring the guys' night out ticket package presented by Coors Light. Packages are available for select Pelicans home games throughout the season and include two tickets and four Coors Light beers, plus two collectible pint glasses, all for as low as $50. Win the night with the next Guy's Night Out on Wednesday, February 8th, against the Utah Jazz. Visit pelicans.com to plan your Guy's Night Out today.
1: Are you ready for a new challenge? Set your goal and go for it with the Smoothie King Change-A-Meal Challenge. Just change one meal a day with over 20 delicious meal replacement smoothies, all under 400 calories per 20-ounce cup, and sift your way to your goal weight. With flavors like pineapple mango, strawberry blueberry, dark chocolate banana, and more, it's easier than ever to reach for your goal. Take the Change a Meal Challenge, only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Take the challenge as part of a low-calorie diet and daily exercise program. Weight loss depends on individual needs.
0: We're talking Saints football on the Black and Blue Report.
3: Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. I'm Cassie Calvert, and I'm joined this morning in Studio B with Tim Hightower. Welcome to the Black and Blue Report.
4: Thank you for having me.
3: So, Tim, you're in the offseason right now. How, what is an offseason like for an NFL player?
4: Busy. busy. <laughs> Probably a lot more busy uh, than in-season. In-season, you're able just to focus on, uh, you know, one thing. You're focused on the season. Uh, but off offseason, you go back to being a dad. You go back to being a husband. You go back to, you know, doing different things in the community. Preparing for the next year, preparing for all the things that you didn't focus on during, you know, during the year. So it's really trying to manage your time, uh, uh, manage your resources, manage plan, vacations, trips, um, and then get your body back ready for the following year. So it's really uh, a lot of time management.
3: So I feel like a lot of fans would think that it's more relaxing than maybe right. it actually is.
4: Well, you get your, um, you know, you, you take about a week or two and, you, you know, you kind of just unwind. Um but then it, it, you start to think about all the responsibilities and you think about, hey, every single day that goes by, uh, this football thing, when it starts back up again, you know, it really limits the time that you have to really um, do things outside. So you got to start maximizing your time. So, you know, again, you take a couple days, but it, it's back to work.
3: So you started this program on social media with a new year called I Commit 21. What exactly Absolutely. is
4: that? I Commit 21. Hashtag I Commit 21. Yeah, we, we, um, a, a, as the new year began, you know, at the end of the season, you know, you look back every year and, you know, I start the year, I try to write my goals and look at what do I want to accomplish this year? When I look the end of the year, what do I want to look back in and say, OK, hey, we accomplished this. And so sitting down with my wife, you know, we look back at 2016 and look at some areas that we were pleased with, but some other areas that we weren't too pleased with. And I look kind of back at my notes, kind of journaling each year. And some things are kind of repeated that, hey, I'm not accomplishing this for the second thir- year, or the third year, or the fourth year. And so I was like, okay, what can we do to change that? Because we can't just think just because it's a new year, things are going to be different, right? So how can we challenge each other to be better? Um, and then how can we challenge others to be better? Because I know I'm sure if I'm dealing with the same issues, others are, are dealing with it too in their own personal ways. So, you know, we just kind of sat down and thought about, hey, you know what? Let's create some healthy habits this year and uh, why not do it socially and get the interaction of fans, get the interaction of, of just other people that way it'll get them to share their ideas um, and then challenge us as well and kind of be like a social interaction where, man, we're just picking one thing at a time. Because sometimes we look uh, – another thing we looked at was, man, there's so many different areas that you feel like you want to improve on. But if we can break this thing down to one, one step at a time for 21 days um, and commit to something, I feel like it can gain some momentum and we can look back over the year and At, at, at the least, if there are 12 new habits we created – We can look back and we can be proud and pleased with uh, the year.
3: So more concrete than just like kind of a general New Year's resolution. You have like an actual plan of implementing change.
4: Absolutely. There, there are three things that we talked about. Um, Any, any type of goal uh, has three things. It has a clear plan, plan of action. How are you going to accomplish this goal? It has a a timeline, right? You know, what is the timeline for this goal? And obviously, this is, you know, for 21 days is a short goal. Short-term goal, and then for the whole year, we're gonna to try to do this for the whole year, and then it has an accountability. You know, it has you know someone who can push you, who can remind you, who can challenge with you, and so we, we're gonna pick one area, um, like I like I mentioned on social media. We'll pick one area each month. You know, what this month could be health, next month could be relationships, next month could be business, finance, whatever it is, uh, education, and just pick, just do something every day towards that goal. Right. Uh, You know, whether it's read a book or or listen to something or or watch something or whatever it is, but just one thing for 21 days. You know, they say it takes 21 days to form a habit and then you do the next one. You know, don't try to focus on 10 areas. Just focus on one area and do one thing. If you can do more, great. But that's it. Um, And then share it. Share it. If you mess up, that's okay. Share it. You know, because we all fall, fall, we all stumble, but we can learn from each other and we can uh, encourage each other. And that's really that's really the idea.
3: So you're a little over 21 days into 2017. How yes. is the first one going?
4: Man, it was rough. So we 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 didn't start in – well, we started in January. My wife and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, before we put other things – you know, before we put it out there, you got to start yourself, right? You got to you you know got to do something yourself. So we started a health challenge for January. You know, no sugar, no bread, no dairy. It was rough. It, you know, we just finished yesterday. <laughs> it was rough. Uh, I try to stick to a pretty clean diet during the season, but when you're consciously – uh, avoiding everything that, you know, your body really wants. Uh, it, it was definitely tough. But the fact that we actually made it through, um, we were just happy. We just wanted to go to, you know, any restaurant we could, although we couldn't find a babysitter last night. But um, <laughs> it was good, and it really it was motivating that, you know, my wife and I, we sat there last night. and was like, wow, we actually did this. You know, it, it seemed like it took forever, but we actually did this. So we started step one. And I was like, man, what else can we do? you know, and so it was encouraging and man, we're looking forward to the next month.
3: So will you keep doing the no dairy, no sugar
4: or will you, uh, yeah, no. Um, <laughs> so see, we're going to focus on the next challenge, uh-huh. uh, next month. Uh no, we, we'll try to incorporate the idea is you want to create healthy lifestyle. So mm. healthy habits can create healthy lifestyles and not to say we'll go back to eating ice cream every single day, but in moderation, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to build on that and hopefully that created a lot, some type of lifestyle to where we don't crave the same things as much mm-hmm. and it can just kind of create a, a healthier lifestyle. But I can't say that that's the last time <laughs> I'll ever eat cold stone or, or any other, uh, so delicacy.
3: Do you have, um, an idea for the next couple of things you want to commit to, or are you kind of taking it as they come?
4: I do. And, um, man, this is like, you know, the, the release, but you know, I, I was going to do a social media, but we really in the next February, you know, we, people talk about, you know, it's the month of love, you know, um, and, you know, with Valentine's Day. We really wanted to do relationships. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I want to challenge, my challenge in February is going to be relationships. And whether that can be a, a marriage, that could be a, 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 a girl boy relationship, it could be a friendship, family relationship, a business relationship, there really is no parent, you know, parent, uh, father, daughter, you know, father, son, mother, daughter, whatever it is. Um, to really focus on relationships and improving those relationships, whether it be through communication, doing something together, um, talking, you know, uh, wh- whatever it is. But we're looking at February for the month of relationships. And um, again, we're going to share our stories and, and, and uh, I'm interested to hear. I really for me, I really want to I like connecting with people. So I really want to see how others interact and how others go about their daily habits and lives. And I like to know what motivates people, what inspires people. And uh, what people are challenged with. So I'm looking for interaction and feedback and to see how others are challenged and and what their commitment goals are um, for these relationships in this year.
3: So people should use the hashtag. I commit 21 and tag you on social media. I commit
4: 21 tag me tag. Just just the the beautiful thing about social media and, and using hashtags when you every time you use I commit 21 you can see who else is doing that and how they're using it. So I can see whether it's just, it may be me. You may not be interested in me. That's okay. That's fine. That's cool. But there may you may have your own little group that you start your own challenge with. And not that I want the credit for it. It's just I want others to to challenge each other. And I want it to grow and to spread and to, to you know, people are inspired and challenged by each other that, hey, someone else is doing this. Maybe, oh, someone in clear across the United States is, is being challenged or doing the same thing I'm doing. And now we connect our stories and now we, you know, it kind of that domino effect. So as long as you use hashtag I commit 21, uh, man, I, I'm all, you know, I'll be checking for them and, and uh, maybe repost some things or videos or, or pictures or whatever it is. And, you know, I, I think it'll be a lot of fun.
3: I think that's a really awesome thing that you're doing. Before we let you go, though, we got to talk a little bit of football. OK, so you guys saw the Patriots preseason. You played the Falcons twice, obviously being mm-hmm. an NFC South divisional component. Did you foresee these teams meeting in the Super Bowl when you saw them earlier this year? Yes. Really? <laughs> yes. You did. Uh,
4: wow. although I foresaw myself in the Super Bowl, but you know, <laughs> hey, that's just uh no, I mean they're they're you know, much respect to both programs. They're playing the Falcons twice. They're they're a high powered offense and they're playing good football. The, the the thing that sticks out about Atlanta is um they're a dynamic. Obviously everyone sees the high powered, you know, they can score a lot of points. Mm-hmm. But one thing they do is they play good football. They don't turn the ball over, and on defense they get turnovers. And that's a good formula when you're looking at the recipe for success. Don't beat yourself. That's one thing they don't do. Um, and then obviously the Patriots, man, they're able to adapt to, I mean, obviously not having Tom Brady at the beginning of the year, going down to the third string quarterback, the different injuries, Rob Gronkowski, um, all the different variables, having Deion Lewis comes back at the end of the year. They, it's like they adapt to no matter what week, no matter what challenge, no matter what they're faced with, they're able to adapt to whatever opponent in whatever situation, and they just keep going, and they, the expectation is that they play at a high level. So when you look at that formula for each team, it gives them a chance to have success. Not that you can say, okay, because they do that, they're going to win, but it gives you a, a, a higher percentage to have success, and it really, I don't think it's surprising that either one of those two teams are, are, are playing for it all
3: should certainly shape up to be a good game in two weeks. And thank you so much, Tim, for joining us. Remember, fans, use hashtag ICommit21 and tag Tim if you participate in these challenges this year. Have a great off season, and we'll see you back in the summer.
2: Thank you for having me. We all know Saints fans are humble, hardworking, likable, and the most devoted fans in the league. All of that takes energy, the energy you get from a warm bowl of Campbell's Chunky Soup. Its meaty goodness fuels the greatness of Saints fans everywhere. Try the delicious Chunky Chicken and Sausage Gumbo. Just visit your local Winn-Dixie and ask for Campbell's Chunky Soup. The hearty way to fuel your game. And the official soup of the New Orleans Saints. Hey, New Orleans, the world's biggest party just got even bigger because NBA All-Star 2017 is coming to the Big Easy. You know about the big game on Sunday, but there's a whole weekend of fun. Starting Friday night, come check out the BBDA Compass Rising Stars Challenge and the Celebrity Game, then the D-League All-Star Game on Saturday. Even watch the best athletes in the world get ready at All-Star practice. Tickets start at just $10. Don't miss out. Visit nbatickets.com now.
0: Welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Here's Sean Kelly.
1: John Barry from the NBA on ESPN is a great guest. Although he is friends with David Wesley, so I'm not so sure uh, that I wanted said to do we were
5: this. I, I didn't say
1: David friends. did. Okay. Whatever David says is right, right?
5: In his own mind, absolutely.
1: <laughs> great to catch up with you. I think it's a good time of the year to catch up with you because we've learned a lot about the teams, where things stand in the league, and and I'm curious as to what you've discovered here. Uh, after the first couple of months of the season?
5: The the Warriors are really good. Uh, Kevin Durant's not so bad. Uh, I I mean, as we all expected, I think that uh, this team was going to be great. Uh, A lot of people had some doubts, though, as well, like will they get along? Is there enough balls out there for them to thrive offensively? Well, they wouldn't have put it all together had they not known that these guys are willing to sacrifice. And, you know, Steph Curry, I think, was a little bit too unselfish for the – better part of the first couple months now he's getting back to himself knowing that there's enough shots out there for clay and kd and boy, is he dangerous as we saw 43 the other night against the clippers
1: what has surprised you about what you've seen so far whether that's a good thing or a bad thing around the league
5: Uh, not much i mean i think we knew that cleveland was still going to be the class of the east Uh, they had a little bit of a, a, a road bump here haven't played as well of late getting uh, defensively, not playing as well as they are, are capable of, but we knew they were going to be the best team. It's Toronto, it's Boston. I-, I figured they'd be around three or four, maybe Atlanta, and maybe I'm surprised the Knicks. I, I really thought this was kind of the year the Knicks uh, would put it together. Jeff Hornis had come in, uh, they brought in Noah, they brought in Rose, they brought in Courtney Lee. I certainly thought it was enough for them to be a team over 500 and be solidified in the Eastern playoffs, and yet that's not the case.
1: Is Carmelo Anthony with the New York Knicks past the trade deadline? I think so.
5: I, it's so difficult to move guys that make so much money, uh, you know, particularly them talking to the Clippers and not getting one of their big three back. You'd have to put together the rest of the team, basically, to get that salary uh, to match Carmelo. So I, I think in the end, he's still there. He's been very difficult to trade, and he also has the veto power. To go anywhere else so it's basically he probably says i'll go to cleveland i'll go to the la clippers uh, maybe there's no other suitors and i think it's just going to be too difficult
1: why not philadelphia i mean they're red hot <laughs> how about that
5: man are they good i mean joel mb how refreshing is this kid what a great attitude he has so much fun we knew nothing about him two years he doesn't get to play you saw him play one year at kansas i had no idea this guy was this good he is special he's a future all-star and franchise player no doubt wow
1: Certainly the All-Star game is on the minds of a lot of basketball fans in New Orleans. When you think about All-Star weekend, what comes to mind? When all of the All-Stars walk out on the floor
5: Sunday two hours before the game, there is a a special buzz in the arena that you don't get at any other time during the year. Even during the NBA Finals, yeah, it is great, it's exciting. But to have the collection of basically the 25, 30 best players in the world, in the world, In the arena, I, I love watching when you see, like, a big guy. Let's say Anthony Davis is playing one-on-one against Chris Paul. And they're having fun, but they're playing. And, and people pick up on that. And you can catch a buzz around the arena, and it's really fun. It's going to be great to be back in New Orleans. I know we were there, I believe, what, 13, maybe four or five years ago. Uh, it's a lot of fun. A great city. Obviously, they know how to host a big-time party.
1: Speaking of parties, let's call it a dinner party. Whether it be a coach in the league or a player in the league, At this moment, you know, knowing what you know about when you played and and now you cover the league, give me a coach or player that you'd love to have a nice long dinner with and pick their brain.
5: Well, there's a ton. Um, I guess I'd like to sit down with LeBron, and everything has to be straight honest. You can't – you know, there's no telling me – no pulling my leg. I want to hear all honest. Uh, I mean, I I marvel at at LeBron James. Think about this. I mean, really the first guy that I can remember – Coming out of high school on television, people all over this guy—the chosen one, King James—to be able to deliver. I mean, really, the pressure that this guy has to go through on a day-to-day basis, I think is incredible, and he's—he's he's one of the greatest of all time.
1: We'll see if we get that dinner arranged for you. Maybe All-Star we'll Weekend. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
5: Where do we go? You can't go wrong in New Orleans, right? We got about twenty-five selections. What is it, Brennan's? Brennan's. Yeah, it commanders. Guy. Right. Oh, guy. well then,
1: uh, Mr. John's Steakhouse. Okay, well, I'm, I'm in.
5: I'm in. LeBron's treating, though. Well, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Great to see you. Thank you very much. All right, Sean. Enjoyed it, bud.
2: Ochsner believes the best way to predict the future is to invent it. Here, our doctors and staff are changing lives day after day.
0: Every week, I'm operating on babies who are days old with hearts smaller than walnuts. We're giving these kids a life they wouldn't otherwise have, a chance to grow up.
3: Sometimes cancer patients come who were told they were out of options, but auctioner has the most clinical trials in the state. It's amazing to be able to give second chances.
4: We're always a step ahead, even with simple things. Like getting you in to see a doctor today versus a week from now, so what you
2: have doesn't become something bigger. It makes a difference. Every day, Auctioner is creating a better future by looking forward and thinking differently to find life changing solutions. That's healthcare with peace of mind. Appointments are available today. Call 866 Auctioner or visit auctioner.org.
0: Want to listen to the Black and Blue Report on your phone? Download the Saints and Pelicans app today.
1: Well, we head for the road later today. The Pelicans are on the road for nine of the next 12. That means quite a few Black and Blue Reports will be from far-off places uh, starting tomorrow and Wednesday, Toronto and Detroit. Daniel Salerson will host tomorrow's Black and Blue Report. He'll have Jim Eikenhofer from Toronto, Uh, He's, of course, our lead guy for Pelicans.com coverage of the New Orleans Pelicans. And uh, we'll also start our previews for the Super Bowl here in the coming days, Uh, so stay tuned for that. Big thanks to our guest today, John Berry from the NBA on ESPN, and, of course, uh, Tim Hightower. Cassie Calvert was so good to visit with him. uh, We'll look forward to more from her later this week, and, of course, Daniel Sowerson, too. I'm Sean Kelly. Have a great rest of your Monday, everybody. Safe travels wherever you may be going and uh, we'll see you next time right here on the black and blue report
0: thanks for listening to this edition of the black and blue report presented by abc insurance agencies a better choice for insurance if all goes well we'll be back tomorrow tune in each weekday at noon central or at your convenience exclusively online at pelicans.com and neworleansaints.com follow your teams direct from the source the black and blue report